Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What it do? How's everybody doing out there? Feeling very, very good. And, uh, oh, I am butt naked. I'm butt naked right now. It is way too hot. And this show is explicit. It is. It just, it, it is. That's just the way it is. <laughs> that is what it is, you know. It was explicit. If you are under the age of 18, Please get the fuck on out of here. Bye bye. Thank you. This message is brought to you by Kabuna. Kabuna, Kabuna, Kabuna. Kabuna, Kabuna, Kabuna. Kabuna, Kabuna, Kabuna. I know, ain't that kinky? That's kinky. I don't know why. I love saying that word, kinky. I was in a group one time, a spiritual group. We started coming up with nicknames for each other and all that. And uh, I got the nickname Super Kinky. <laughs> Which is great. I love that, you know. I do. And, you know, that's neither here nor there. But uh, I want to give a shout out to some awesome people. First and foremost. Shout out to my dad. He's awesome. He never, he would never listen to this. <laughs> so, uh, just invisible shout out on his end. Well, in audio shout uh, out, yeah. And, uh, yeah. But he's an awesome guy. Probably my best friend. Which is a cool thing to say because, like, it wasn't always like that between me and him. You know? I used to really, really despise him. But I realized that what it was, was uh, I blamed him internally, blamed him for stuff from, well, basically for my mom. But that's neither here nor there. In fact, I don't know where it is, because, I mean, she's a missing person still. So, (laughs) I mean, I can laugh at it now. It's fucked up. But, and it is sad as fuck. But... You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh at life. Just as God has a sense of humor. And just as laughter, uh, when comedy heals. You gotta laugh. It's that irony, you know, that silver lining of every cloud that, uh, that you gotta walk the, the, thin, fine line, right? (laughs) That line you gotta walk, that's the silver lining on a cloud. There you go. And, uh, shout out, shout out to Matt, my CEO of Kapuhuna, and he's a good man. 
know, I put a lot of faith in him specifically because to me, it was a very, very obvious thing. And, you know, see, the thing is, is that when it comes to anything holy in your life, anything that's brought to you into your life, that's just like, you know, it's, uh, you know, people like to think of things as uh, tests or, or uh, signs, right? Between a sign or a test, right? And that's the thing is that you could think of a thing either way. And like, you know, I mean, anything could be considered as either or, depending on your outlook on it. So therefore, I don't like to look at it as either, <laughs> right? Because it all depends on you. But when it comes to anything that's specifically put into your life, well, generally, it's going to be a thing that's specifically obvious, right? But nobody looks at it. That's how obvious it is. You know, just like, uh, what did they say about the uh, something about light posts? I don't know. Anyways, the uh, point is that, you know, uh, I could, you know, like not, not many people were having faith in the dude. And I was like, I knew that feeling, you know, and I knew that actually an ironic sense of it is that when I was there, myself, I was like freaking the one dude that people should have listened to and nobody did. And what happened around every turn, turn of the corners, I was right on each thing every time. So I was like, oh, okay, then I should trust this guy. And you know what? He's never let me down. Compared to a lot, I mean a lot, hundreds, hundreds of people. But you know, I mean, not not, not to blame anybody because you know, I mean, I, I, it goes both ways. Like I had my stuff too, and like uh, there's there's always a, a hypocrisy when it comes to blame. So of course, you know, on my end too, like I I did things wrong. But in a spiritual way, I want to say that there is no wrong way. There is no wrong. Because it's all kind of somewhat wrong in a sense, you know, like we're all missing the point. We're all based, you know, basing our ideologies off of illusion because this is all inherently illusion. Right. <laughs> so, you know, as to sin comes from what? Sanskrit, right? Meaning uh, to miss the mark. I think that the best part would be to aim. And when you find somebody that aims... That's a rarity these days. So notice it and respect it and honor it. Much love to Matt. He's out there. He's doing a social uh, experiment, like uh, recording documentary thing. It's a top secret thing that uh, it's his project, and I don't want to totally put it, you know, let it out there. But if you know who I'm talking about, you know the guy. Ask him. It's pretty cool. It's very interesting, and we're going to be working together on it, and I'm very excited. Much love to Annie Tribe. I hope all things are going well. We have a, uh, oh, shoot. Well, you know, when it comes to business, there's always a lot of stuff going on, and uh, I probably shouldn't spend this whole episode talking about business, business, because it might just, uh, you know, you, you don't give out too much energy when it comes to your projects, you know, especially when talking about it. 
talk to you know about something too much and you're like well you're just talking about it <laughs> i believe in taking action you know yeah sure sometimes that action is talking but in any sense let's move on much love to april and oh shoot now i feel rude what's her page um Astro Dreaming, right? Astro Dreaming is their Facebook page. Very cool page. She works very hard. Well, no, she doesn't work hard. She, I know she does it very fluently because she'll be, like, writing something, and then, like, 15 minutes later, she's written this huge article that takes me, like, half an hour to read. I'm kidding. Not half an hour. <laughs> I read very fast, actually. <coughs> but, no, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always surprised. She's, uh... Amazing writer. Then, uh, let's see. Much love to my brother. I haven't seen him in a few days, actually. I don't know where he is. I think he's, uh, out with his lady friend or whatnot. Much love to him. Shout out to Hannah. You were awesome. And, my God, that was a very, very, very cool, uh, film thing you did. I didn't, I didn't see the whole, uh, uh, clip youtube thing but like that was cool that looked very professional and i was like oh my god that's so cool speaking of which actually um there's a thing i'm gonna have to talk about it next episode because i don't have the uh, coupon code thingy to give you guys but there's a thing where you can go to the site and you can totally hire actors for free like because of the coupon thing i'll have to go get it for you guys but <laughs> i'm totally gonna do it too i'm so gonna do it and i'm gonna hire some actors for free and uh yeah and we'll see where that goes that uh, it looks very cool a shout out to ryan jordan and my apologies i uh you know he was a business partner of mine somewhat. I mean, well, I don't know, the guy always flaked on me, but, you know, I, mean, I still appreciate the guy because I, I, I have seen him go through a lot of the things that I went through the year before. And so it's kind of, it makes it hard not to empathize, you know. But no, he, uh, he swamped. He swarmed in ways that I had totally failed, though. Now, I was really proud of him for that. But uh, no, you know, what happened? Somebody, I will not name any names, but my God, I could, told me a little lie. And the little lie was accusing of some others of things that they did not do. But I believed her because I had no reason not to. It's better than you were. I guess that's a good reason not to, right? Libra. See everybody through rose-colored lens. Trust. Ain't that something? You know, I mean... Well, I think I think faith and trust should be naturally given foremost. Before anything. I think it should. Even if it hurts you. Even if you get hurt. 
Now, okay, sure, you know, I mean, if you're already down in the dumps and you're suicidal, don't fucking be like that. No. <laughs> but if you're strong and you're pretty comfortable, then, yeah, I think faith and belief in other people should be foremost. I mean, it's it's a thing. It's a it's manifestation, right? And if anything, I like to believe that as you see God in other people, as you choose to see that, that... I don't want to say in, in books, but it, it, it somewhat allows them to encompass that more. And as you see darkness and evil in other people, well, you know, I mean, manifestation, right? And everything turns to, you know, be ironic in a sense. And, uh, now, they might not even be doing evil things or, or at all, you know, and it could just look like it. But it's going to look like it to you. That's the nature of it, right? The whole thing about cognitive dissonance is it's rooted, rooted in illusion. Cognitive dissonance, what does that mean? That means that you hear something and you're like, oh no, uh, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to hear it. No, you know, and you turn away because your mind is battling with itself to hold on to its idea of reality. It's very much ego. It has everything to do with ego. And it's pretty much what I've like witnessed like of light workers have towards me which is so so horribly ironic because i mean i don't know i don't i don't consider them really light workers they just call themselves that there's always that irony uh, you know you look at history you know the people that supposedly follow christ christ's ways well you know they did a lot of evil even these days when you look at as my one of my mentors, I've had I have three mentors. I, I I should say I have three mentors because they still teach me, and it's always good to have heroes, mentors, teachers, coaches. I used to not agree with the coaches part, but yes, it's true. It's always good to have people to look up to. But yes, I have three. One of them actually is a dark witch. She's a uh, head of a grand coven. Well, in the spirit of being all accepting and not afraid and not ignorant or ignoring of aspects, Kapuhuna, from the start, was all about accepting all beliefs. So by default, I would be a hypocrite if I did not totally respect honor and you know what in that i was very lucky i did in all aspects because each of my mentors happened to be very very uh wise strong patient and important people I had no idea, of course. I met, <laughs> I met everybody online. You know, I didn't know. I thought they were just people, right? You know, I didn't know what you know what what the word Swami meant. <laughs> I thought it was dude's first name. <laughs> I just called him. Swami. I didn't know, you know. I I didn't know that it was a title or anything, you know. And that's uh, that's another one of my mentors, cool guy. And uh, let's see, who should I give a shout out to? 
who should I give a shout out to? Let's give a shout out to Bree Bree. Bree Bree, yes. Bree Bree. Founder of the Edgar Casey group on Facebook. The cool one, I want to say, because there is a different Edgar Casey group called Edgar Casey and this group. And it's got a lot more people, yeah, but they don't, yeah, they're more. Mm. They're not all open-minded, you know. Uh, I think that the thing about wisdom is wisdom... Wisdom takes experience. That means it takes empathy. You know, so I mean, it comes with it. It's hand-in-hand. Uh, hand, uh, experience and empathy. Because you empathize as you have an experience. And you... Um, as you have... You know, it, both ways. It's hand-in-hand, hand, you know. Well, uh, yeah, no, shout out to Baby. She founded the Edgar Casey Group. She's a very cool person. Much respect to her. And uh, I feel kind of guilty from way long ago. I had no idea that she was on my friends list. And uh, uh, I guess, like, you know, uh, I guess I never really said hi or nothing, you know. I didn't even know who she was. <laughs> that's rude. I think that's so rude. I think that, I mean, maybe it's just me, but whenever I get a friend request, I talk to them, you know, and I, I say straight off the bat, I'm like, okay, well, I don't collect uh, friends, quote unquote, and put them on a shelf somewhere, you know, as some kind of like, uh, oh, maybe you can watch me kind of thing, like spam thing. That's like, motherfucking, when you're a kid and you invite all your friends over to watch you play video games. What the fuck is that? You know, I mean, if anything, like, at least, like, provide the fucking video game to watch. I don't fucking know, but, like, I mean, say something. Shit. <laughs> you know, people are adding each other to what? Silent stock? That's some fucking shit. Okay. I think everybody should just delete everybody they don't even talk to. Or, I mean, go out and say hi. And if they fucking ignore your ass, and delete them. You know, I do. I mean, I, I need to be more adamant about that, too. Uh, and doing that. Because it's so fake. It's so bullshit. And it's, uh, it's usury. It's usury of each other. And it's not something that I think that we should promote as acceptable. Well, uh, I wanted to, it's about halfway through, so I'm going to show you, there's a cool dude, uh, Synchronicity led me to meet, basically, crazy story, like uh, a year ago, uh, maybe a little over two years about, you know, I met a cool Australian girl online, I ended up going over to Australia, and like, you know, uh, we, we we spent a lot of good time together. And, uh, yeah, well, anyways, uh, I convinced her to go through with a course in sound healing from uh, Sheila Kennedy. She does, uh, she started uh, Sounds from Source, which is a sound healing therapy. And, uh, well, you check it out, Sounds from Source. And, uh, anyways, um, after knowing her for a long time, and, like, talking to her, not a long, long time, you know, mind you, but, you know, talking to her a lot, uh, she found out I was in San Jose, like, 
months and months later, and then like she's like, oh, my son lives there, and uh, she meant that in a. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> uh, but basically, you know, her son, her son. You know, uh, maybe I don't know how they met. Really, I gotta ask actually. But it's so random because San Jose, Australia, <laughs> like hella far. But anyways, uh, yeah, no, you know, cool guy. And uh, I've been chopping it up with him. And actually yesterday, I asked him out of nowhere. That's how fucking humble this dude is. I've been showing him my raps. And he hasn't even mentioned or said or brought up that he rapped. But I, I asked him yesterday, I was like, I know you rap. Because you invited me to that poetry jam thing. <laughs> and he, he just gave me like a LOL or something. I don't remember. But then he showed me. This guy got some slap. This guy, he got bars for days. Fire. Uh, check this beat out. I made a video to it too. You can see it on my, on my Facebook. If you don't know me, then that's Sean. Thomas Villafana, that spiritual counselor, Sean Thomas Villafana Ministry. Uh, I, th I think I have my my title as uh, MSC or Minister. I don't know. One of those. Uh, probably spiritual counselor, I think. It's all the same shit. I don't know. Legally, I'm my title is spiritual counselor, but I could put MSC. In any case, listen to this beat. It is dope. Go check out the video. Yeah. Punching in Stonegate, baby. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> same old shit. Same old shit. Check it. I might be running low on common sense. Blowing on my oxygen. Knowing that I was always meant to make it hard for y'all to win. Sent to bring the lunatic to you and all you hooligans. It ain't never been no harm to going harder than my duplicates. Smart enough to park a bus and fill it up with women. When you saw me in my truck without my L's, asking who is this? Dropping about to do a flip. Holding on like if I drop the ball. And if I lose my grip, then bet I'm going in for all the niggas I be fooling with. How do I forget about the haters doing 40 much? I don't like your flavor like a Sailor or a Camel Crush. Neighborhood is active out here acting up. I'm trying to turn this nigga into a stack of bucks. Laughing at all you quacking ducks. Always had a knack for having the baddest bitches back it up. Now I'm finna hurl from all this cracking up. That and all the yakko wasn't passing. Enough. That's because I really don't, don't relax, relax enough. enough And this is how you tend to act If ever you have had a rough Getting you to grasp it all is hard to teach when you a dust But once I wanna break from all the huff and puff Rollers with your overbrush Told you now I'm on enough to everything you said I was If I could get a handle on My love I could open doors Then I won't be nothing nice Living room and kitchen flow Get it y'all as if I owe Everything and none at all Working on some reefer smoke Learning from my keeping on And after all that speaking on me I don't wanna lead you on And trying to leave you with the wrong idea about where I'm going, it's all Jesus, I understand you done had it up to here with all my gas And if I could only make it rapid so I could say I made it happen Been an underdog forever, now I really do have it Down pat, I haven't shown you any signs of me falling back Sorry I ain't catch your call, leave your name and number at the beat so I can call you back Fall or fail, never know, I've been on my lumberjack Overworking ain't a flaw, look at how you made me act Beasting like an April hog, how you all became a snack How it all became a rap, I left for really bring it back To what we all in Habitat, is on the map, have my time forever black, swagger like the cabbage patch, color ain't a factor, but statistics say that we only brought to keep the prisons open.
a pack They don't wanna make it, so we never turn to pulling jacks Selling dope in city traps, trying to bring the bullet back I ain't wanna do it, but to ever lack it came for me is a foolish act Not what I was shooting at, back when I was schooling Trying to fit in with the cooler cats I ain't mixed, so I would never be whatever cool it at The irony is, later on, that's what they be losing at And they can never make it at this altitude I'm cruising at It's only right for me to make an entrance on them, who is that? Flies any bird playing alabash, high like it gets fuck another for my cataracts This is for my brother, my mother, and my daddy back when I was just a young It was hard for us when we were at The life I chose not to leave alone Led to my love for this microphone I'm speaking on the baggage I bring along I'm praying for the woes that keep me strong The same ones that got me pouring out my soul The course of my life led me to this song And my choices y'all never really did condone And I tried knowing I could never right my wrongs For my kids Love y'all Wasn't that some, that, that, every time I listen to that, and I, I listened to it like 20 times last night when I was making the video for him, that song gives me goosebumps, that, the lyrics, you know, I mean, he was trying to say, oh, uh, what did he say, he was like saying, oh, you know, it's all old school, I was like, I think you're ahead of your time. I really do. I think he's ahead of his time. I think a lot of us are, really, in a sense. Uh, I know, yeah, you know, the time thing. Time is not linear. Yada, yada. You know, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, I mean, you, you listen to even uh, Abraham Hicks. She says the same thing. You know, she kind of just brushes the, the thing off like, yeah, whatever. Because it, it is kind of linear when in the spirit form and when the spirit, you know, uh, sees through us in, in our perspective. Yeah. You know, so it is and it isn't, you know. We like to think things. And I, I, I argue with my dad. Well, not argue, but I tell my dad this a lot, you know, is that uh, everybody's, you know, we, not everybody, but, you know, a good amount say that this is a dream and this is not real. And I like to go and say that, well, since I believe that the dream realm is real and real is subjective and definition of anything in itself is subjective and uh you know of course yeah sure socially accepted uh agreed upon whatnot yeah sure whatever you know the fuck word is an acronym for fornication under consent of king motherfuckers <laughs> you know who knew that right you know rap rap is an acronym for rhythm and poetry yeah yeah, how about that, huh? You know, uh, people forget the history and then they forget the actual meaning and then the monkey ladder experiment effect takes, you know, takes into place and everybody forgets the real actual reason behind anything. And they just agree and uh, don't question. Uh, people nowadays, they like to think like, oh, you know, uh, uh, Debate is bad, and, and to argue is evil. But no, no, no. You're, you know, a person's immature uh, stance on it, and while they're debating or while they're having a logical communication 
with another, you know, th that's dependent, right? You know, you can either talk about something maturely, debate it maturely, or you can have and cling on to immature emotions, you know. <clears throat> you know, that's a thing, because technically we can't say immature because a person could stay with their belief about a thing, meaning a emotion, for their whole lives. Many do. You know, uh, it's only through really providence that we overcome our own meanings, that we think a thing means. And we see the deeper truth. The truth is within. And it does take feeling. That's where wisdom comes from. And that's why, uh, that's why I like to say there is no wrong. Uh, a lot of people have said it similar. You know, uh, I think uh, uh, Aliester Crowley said something like that, actually. Yeah, he said... Uh, that no form of magic, uh, psychic, or craft, or something like that, can know a person's true path except for their holy guardian angel. Something like that. He said something like that. Uh, loosely quoted. So, you know. And I believe Jesus said something uh, along those lines, too, in the Gospel of Thomas. Mind you, it's not... Uh, canonical, or however you pronounce that. Uh, but the Gospel of Thomas, I really like that one. You know, uh, uh, Jesus uh, was questioned a lot in it. And um, here's an example. One of the things is that he was asked, what should we eat? What kind of uh, practices should we practice? You know? And he said, do not do what you hate to do. And um, and something else he said. He said also. Uh, he said it's not what you put in your body, in your mouth. Because they asked him about if uh, they should eat meat or not. And he said it's not what you put in your mouth. It's what you what comes out of your mouth that defines whether or not you will yada yada. You know, uh, enter the kingdom of God or something. I can't remember. You know, uh, and. Uh, it makes sense, too. It does. Because as you would have a higher awareness upon death, as you would awaken to see, well, it would be a higher dimensional platform, right? Things like empathy would make a lot more sense there. So, as you would have harmed another in this life, as you're going back and you witness your life flash before your eyes, well, you would see through the perspective of the universe, no? Right? You would see at least a higher perspective. And in that perspective, you would feel. You would feel and empathize with everything that you didn't before. Now, after that's done... Let me ask you, you go through all that, all that you've done, caused in your life, you know, pain to others, ignorance of others, 
that were in pain. Or times where you were just uh, egotistically wrong and judgmental on others or blameful on others. But this time you would be empathizing with them from the spirit level, seeing how you were wrong. Well, would you blame yourself? Naturally, of course. These emotions are not just a human thing, you know. Um, sure, I, I could believe that maybe some beings out there don't have all our emotions. Yeah. But uh, I, I would like to believe that they follow with us as a soul wisdom. And, yeah, well, you know, shame. That's kind of elemental. Kind of elemental. And shame would be there. And we would not feel worthy of oneness. We would not feel worthy of divinity. And we would choose to come back. Choose. On our own. I don't believe God judges. I believe that's inherently impossible, actually, for God to be judgmental. Because as if, if any being were to be judgmental unto you, Yet I not? Well, that would mean that that being would be obtuse. That being would immediately be veiled in their empathy, because it takes empathy to understand anything. Therefore, that being would have a lesser understanding than I would if I were to empathize with you. You hear me? So, God, of course, is love. All acceptance, overall, unconditional. We forget that a lot, because we like to blame God for things instead of taking responsibility. I don't just mean responsibility for ourselves and our actions, but a responsibility for each other. Any parent understands this. It's the thing about maturity is that the more mature you get, the more responsibility you take. If you look at anybody, look at what they're paying attention to through their ages. You know, uh, the elderly, they pay attention to the bigger picture. Politics. Society. I would like to believe that, as this is the age of Aquarius, that we are approaching that as a overall regular uh, consciousness, really. You know, we're approaching that understanding of awareness from within ourselves. Of course, there's the irony. I guess there's got to be that uh, opposite in order for us to see. So I guess I should appreciate and let it just be that uh, the irony being that everybody's focusing on themselves selfishly. Uh, teaching each other to ignore every all the suffering from others, uh, let go of the ne negative of others, um, other people, instead of just see through it that they're hurting and care and love and practice unconditional love because that's the truth within us all, you know. And you know, it's ironic that they, you know, loved. Uh, uh, that's why I say the word authenticity so much. It's funny because uh, the thing about authenticity is. And once they get the hint, you know, if there's a vague hint in their subconscious, then the word itself gives them a kind of slight cringe. I know because I, I had that cringe. 
you know, and I was there and I was that. And, uh, it's a good word. I like that word, authenticity, you know, because as we strive, well, then we aim. And as we aim, we ensure two things. We ensure that, A, we ensure that we'll get there if we keep aiming. Eventually, it's just how it is. And B, it ensures that we will feel shame and humble ourselves when we're wrong and we discover that we're wrong. And shame is a very good thing in that it, when we humble ourselves, only when we humble ourselves, do we see where we're wrong? Because it's always us blocking us from seeing a thing, right? It's always the ego blocking us from understanding a thing, right? We're always to blame, right? So the cognitive dissonance is healed through those negative emotions being felt. Unfortunately, the huge mass of uh, society I don't know, I swear, like, I I think maybe it's some kind of fucking social experiment that maybe Facebook is doing, I don't know, it's in their terms of uh, agreement uh, for them to be able to do social experimentation on us, if you didn't know, look it up, it's trippy as fuck, but it's true, we agree to it every time we make our Facebook accounts, so yeah, legally they could be doing that, just saying, I'm not saying they are, and I'm not you know, uh, accusing, or, you know, it could be anything, but technically, it could be some sort of organization or entity or something, uh, swaying people to ironically go towards self-love, uh, that, you know, totally was, uh, prophesized by Edgar Casey as he explained what the Antichrist consciousness is. And um, that's a scary thing, too. Antichrist consciousness. Right? As he explained it, it would show up even in the lives of men. Right? Of course. Naturally. I mean, uh, since, since Jesus Christ's time, uh... Humanity kind of was the Antichrist. I mean, the people killed him. You know, the hive mind, uh, sheep-like, the reactive egos of the cognitive dissonance, fearful, blameful, immature uh, mentality, um, as opposed to the those of us that would be full of maturity, the strong enough to take responsibility for things ourselves, even if we weren't wrong, to take the hits, to give love back instead of fearful blame, instead of uh, immature dramas, instead of uh, um, uh, storytelling rumors. That one fucked me over bad. Yeah, that was fun. You know what it was? This one lady. Somebody. I'm not going to say who. Because I have that maturity. But I, I can say my story. Because God damn it. It's my story. And I can say it. You know. And I do mean that. God damn it. As in God damn. That. 
I, you know, I, uh, as Edgar Casey once said, uh, and I'm going to loosely quote this too, do not hesitate to tell somebody, go to hell. He said that. And it's true in that sense too. You know, because Jesus Christ had wrath, God had wrath, and motherfucking shit, I do have wrath too. And sometimes you gotta have that. Let me explain to you, actually, let me let me just cancel all this, and I'm not even gonna talk about that story. Let me tell you something really important, actually. This is probably one of the most important things. This is about healing, this is about emotion, and this is about self-understanding. Now, all of the emotions, every single one, is important. Not only important, but healthy and good to have. There's no bad emotion. And I'm quoting Abraham Hicks. There is no bad emotion. All of the emotions are important. They must all be expressed. As we know in uh, esoterics, tarot, astrology, everything, water is of emotion. Now, what happens to water when it becomes stagnant? It becomes toxic, right? Same with emotion. If you do not express your emotion, it will fester, and it will grow into a darkness within you that will, some sooner or later, be expressed. And the universe will come to challenge that. And it will call to it for expression to be made. Now, when that time comes, you do not want a huge backed up dam, river, you know, river dam of freaking emotion that you have not let express. You do not want that. It will, it will really, really hurt others, hurt yourself, possibly turn you into a murderer, because this is kind of how murders happen, you know. And and that's just how evil is, actually. That's what it is. It's, evil is the ignorance and the denial and the uh, lack of facing our deeper, true emotions. That's what evil is. It's the inauthenticity. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. It's fear-based, in essence. Everybody knows this and understands this. But it's important to note that this is how we can go about loving and forgiving and being caring about everybody from an authentic place. Because from here you can see that evil is only caused from suffering itself and from fear itself. So the courageous through every step of taking the hits, through every step of giving love back, through every step of having faith in somebody when they shouldn't, even if they get hurt. They are being holy. As God is unconditional love, and as they aim to be that, God shines through them more clearly. That's responsibility. As uh, the kahuna is explained, the ancient kahuna way is to take responsibility of the world and of all of existence as you. 
You can heal other people within yourself. You can talk to the animals as they are you. And you can understand everything through empathy. They could also do some pretty cool powers, supposedly, you know, <laughs> like, uh, they could, uh, shoot fireballs and stuff, and, like, uh, hold their breath forever, and, uh, transform into the animals, right? Shapeshift, right? Ain't that some kahunas. That's so, so cool. And, you know, uh, like, I don't know, I grew up in Maui, and these things... They're not even, over there, it's not even talked about as though it's like some hibbity-jibbity. You know, over there, it's just openly accepted. You know, we all seen shit over there. It's a very spiritual place. I really think that if anybody denies any kind of spiritual thing, go to Hawaii, you will see some trippy-ass shit. Live there for a couple of years, you will see some trippy-ass shit. I mean, trippy-ass shit. I remember one time my neighbor... He saw a thing that I did not believe even could exist. You know, there were stories about it, but I guess he's seen it, you know. There were stories about a dog with a man's head, you know, a spirit or something. And, well, you know, fucking one day he's seen it, grown-ass man, bunch of kids. He's seen it, and you don't just say those things if, like, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm sure some people do, but that's just not Hawaiian style. Anyways, uh, about 15 seconds left, so much love. Aloha oi. Oh, yeah, one last shout out, yeah. Shout out to me. Much love, me. Aww. Uh,